Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang. From across the pond. And we're deviating from that a little bit today. A tiny bit. Yeah, because this is a more of a regional event. Or concept. Concept, yeah. Yeah. Um, as our non-American listeners may be surprised to hear, Boxing Day isn't really a thing in the United States. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the fact that you used to be a colony makes me think that it would carry over in some way. Okay, yeah, it's, it's odd. Like, I, it's such a non-holiday that when I, sometimes I do this as a question, what holiday I celebrate in some regions on the day after Christmas Day, and like, with like a 50% success rate in the United States. Wow. So like, you guys just go back to work the day after Christmas. I mean, depending on where you work, probably not. Like, a lot of places will just give you off the whole, like, Christmas Eve to New Year's Day. They'll just, just close the office just, down. Just no, nothing happens. Oh, okay. But, like, uh, yeah. Because this day, um, we are talking about Boxing Day. It's not a bank holiday, I'll say that. Um, it is a bank holiday. Okay, not the, for us. In the UK. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's the day after, and it's the day after Christmas Day. Um, we call it Boxing Day, and it is a bank holiday. And if it's on a Saturday or a Sunday, then the bank holiday rolls onto a weekday. Wow! Like on a Monday, or maybe even a Tuesday, because yeah, it, I guess if Christmas Day is Saturday, would, Boxing Day is Sunday, then you would get Monday and Tuesday off. Wow! Because those would be Double the two bank up. holidays. Yeah, five day weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe Christmas Eve isn't a day off. Is that a day off? No. Okay. You work Christmas Eve. Okay, so four-day weekend. That's not pretty Although great. normally people are kind of nice and they let you go halfway through the day on Christmas sure, Eve. Sure, yeah. I've worked Christmas Eve a few days and the boss comes out and he's like, you're released and everyone's like, yay! Yeah. And we run outside into the city smog and <laughs> go home to our families. Right. Just enter yeah. the fog and never to be seen again. <laughs> I was going to say into the snow and I was like, that's not London. That's, yeah. Yeah. London's the fog. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just meant because like so often when... I guess in like winter, in like city settings, like I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Muppet Christmas Carol because, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's That's just foggy a big everywhere. Fa- frame of reference for, yeah. for Christmas, yeah. Um, no, it's not foggy; it's smoggy. Right. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. In that in that time period, I feel like London was just under a cloud of smog because yeah. it was the Industrial Revolution, and people were smoking more. Anyway. Anyway. Boxing Day. Michael Caine. Um. <laughs> So, Boxing Day originated in the UK. Okay. Um, but, it, as you said, it's not really celebrated in the United States of America, but it is celebrated in a number of countries that were once part of the British Empire. Such as Australia. Such as Australia, such as... That's I've, the only one I knew. I've written them down. Such as New Zealand, um, parts of Canada, oh. uh, Nigeria, Trinidad and Tobago. Um, Singapore used to, but not so much anymore. Um, South Africa, Hong Kong, even though, you know, it, it, it it's part of China now. Right. Um, it still has uh, Boxing Day as a public holiday. So... You know, the UK kind of brought this tradition um, to a lot of different places around the world, um, marking this as like a public holiday the day after Christmas, December 26th, um, and referring to it as Boxing Day. Um, Now, 
Other parts of Europe, such as um, Catalonia, Germany, Hungary, Netherlands, Poland, Romania, Slovakia, Scandinavia, um, the 26th of December is celebrated as like a second Christmas day, Hmm. which is kind of similar to how we celebrate it sometimes in England as well. Like um, a lot of the time you maybe only see certain members of your family on Christmas day and Boxing Day is like the take two. Sure. You know, like you might have a meal with like, your mom's family on Christmas Day, and then you might spend Boxing Day with your dad's family or right. whatever it is. Um, so it's just like another public holiday where everyone has the day off. Because Christmas is just too big for one day. It is. like yeah. there's You might have too many people in your family. Mm-hmm. Or you might have divorced parents and spend one with one and one with the other. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's how we actually spend um, Boxing Day in, in England varies. I mean, everyone has their own different traditions. Um, but like I said, a lot of the time we'll gather together and have meals again. Um, people do things with their leftover turkey because we have turkey quite often on Christmas Day in England. Some people have other things like ham or like a gammon or... Yeah, like I'm sure that we would have turkey as a Christmas meal Mm -hmm. in America if we didn't, hadn't just had it. (laughs) Just had it for Thanksgiving, yeah. A big turkey dinner. So I feel like ham is more of a thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, but I'm Jewish. I I can't eat ham. I also don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, (laughs) So... <laughs> Dodged a bullet on that boy. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So we usually have turkey, and then people on Boxing Day do something with the leftover turkey, like sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, what is popular as well is making, in some households, making a curry out of the leftover turkey. Oh. Because, you know, Brits are famous for their curries. True. And uh, yeah, so a lot, some people do that or do inventive things with it or just make sandwiches. Or mm-hmm. some people like. You know, if you haven't had a meal with your family, sometimes you just have a second meal. You just go to your aunts <laughs> or your uncles and you just have another turkey right. two days in a row. Sometimes sequels are better. Spider-Man 2. Imagine Thanksgiving two days in a row. Two Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you need some time to recuperate from mm-hmm. that much food. Um, other things people do on Boxing Day, it's a huge day. Um, it always has been in the UK for shopping. Mm. Um, this would would have been our main sales event of the year. So Boxing Day was when all the sales were in the UK. I'm kind of speaking past tense. Mm-hmm. Uh, any idea why I might be speaking in past tense? Because of this year? Because it's 2020? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was a little... Yeah, sorry. A little obvious. Um, no, not really. I'm more talking about the fact that um, things have changed before 2020 mm. um, with the rise of American companies in England. Oh. And so with American companies, they're bringing their Black Friday. Oh, which is weird because, I mean, it's the day after Thanksgiving, but you guys don't have Thanksgiving. No. So it's just the last Friday in November, I guess. I mean, it makes a little bit more... I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if it makes sense for the companies or not. Um, I suppose the way it was always done in England when I was growing up, we didn't have Black Friday. We didn't have this day after Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um, of sales. It would just be like, everything is super expensive before Christmas when you have to buy everyone's presents. And then the day after Christmas, um, when you have no money left, everything is suddenly very cheap. Right. Um, which worked out well for my birthday in January because people would be able to get me stuff in the sales. Or if I got Christmas money, yeah, me, my mom, my sister would sometimes go out to like um, a shopping center, a mall. Sure. And you'd spend your Christmas money, which was kind of exciting. I mean, people, gift cards are still a very yeah. popular. Yeah, it's probably great for if you get a gift exactly. card or something. Yeah. We would never go on Boxing Day though because Boxing Day it's is madness. crazy. It's, 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 it was the your original Black Friday. Yeah, like lines everywhere. People like going mad over things and 
having fights in stores to get the last t-shirt and you know this kind of madness yeah um so it wasn't something that we would do but it is something that people would do go and queue up on boxing day to go shopping sure um, but nowadays it's less popular. They, they make less sales at that time of year because of Amazon and because of Walmart. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have Walmart in the UK, but they own Asda and they definitely bought this idea about Black Friday right. and like pre-Christmas sales and mm-hmm. people are like, oh great, I can get my Christmas presents on sale. So, yeah. um, other things people do on Christmas, uh, on not Christmas day, Boxing Day mm-hmm. in the UK, um, it's a big sports day. I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about that. Sure. Um, but there is often football matches on Boxing Day. I mean, the obvious question here is, is there boxing? <laughs> um, not specific, not traditionally. I, I'm not going to like say there's definitely not because I don't know a, <laughs> a single thing about boxing. But it's not linked to the the day at all. Dana White, if you're listening, you don't even have to come up with a fun name for the event. Just call it Boxing Day. <laughs> I know he's UFC. He's not boxing, but uh, still. Um, he could branch out. He could do one a year. Well, other sports uh, include rugby. There's sometimes a rugby game. Sure. Or um, it's often, and now I don't know anything about this because this isn't the life I lead, but hunting. Like, um, it would be a day where, it, a traditional hunting day where, like, rich people you know like rich people in england get on their horses and go hunting like mm-hmm. they used to fox hunt that's illegal now but they they go and hunt fowl or whatever they do their hunting and this was a traditional day where they would gather in the village and then go off hunting together hmm. on boxing day so that's an activity of the bourgeoisie bourgeoisie sure um that yeah that yeah sense. yeah and then also some you people got the day off some people um, like to use the day to go see pantomimes. Oh, right. Okay, we got to talk about... Have we talked about pantomimes on the show before? I don't think so. So pantomimes... Okay, I'm going to tell you my personal experience with pantomimes <laughs> before you tell me what it actually is. We gave is. you... I mean, you haven't had a real... Let's just note, Jacob hasn't had a real experience of a pantomime. Right. He has had a watered-down American... Um, interpretation. Interpretation of people... Pretending to be British, putting on a pantomime. <laughs> right. So this is at least the third or fourth time we've, we've <laughs> brought up the Dickens Christmas Fair, which is very important because it is a major institution in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, celebrating essentially Anglophilia. And I'm not <laughs> saying that in a like negative way because I like going to the Dickens Fair. I it's think it's a really lot fun. of fun. I recently found the photo of me from a few years ago where my good friend Stephen Koo and I dressed as circus strongmen. I will, you know, reiterate that it's surreal as a British person, but the whole kind of like, um, like the the amount of effort that's like put into the sets and the costume yeah. and then all the singing and the music and it's kind of festive. It, it is sweet. It's, yeah. it's a nice experience. Uh, but it but it is just really weird to have a whole a similar to a Renaissance fair. We're going to do a whole month where you have to do a fake British accent, and mm. um, so then when a real British person walks in, we don't need to harp on it anymore. However, the, they did have a pantomime as an event, and when we got there, this was one of you, this is when you visited my family for the first time. Yeah, and I said to all your family, "Let's go and see a pantomime. It's such it a was in the traditional British um, experience, and uh, like." It's uh, pantomimes are meant to be kind of like a bit strange and surreal, but like it's kids entertainment. Um, yeah. Well, I remember that sometimes the idea was floated when I came to visit you. Yeah, did we go see a pantomime, and you were like, "Yeah, that seems like something I would do if maybe we were like a little younger." Um, 
Um, yeah, I mean, it is often things... Because there's yelling you back take, at the stage. and Yeah, you, you do take your kids to them. Um, mm-hmm. they, they do have, like, more adult productions. Like, my mom's taken me to a few in, like, the Barbican in the West End. And right. Um, but, like, your local pantomime, yeah, it, it's often more appropriate for kids. You, like, shout back at the stage. Um, the actors talk to the audience. It's a bit clowny. They do do some kind of, like, what could be described as clowning. Right. Like, there's a lot of, like... Um, you know, like falling down comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's very physical. Very physical big comedy. Characters, big yeah. characters. There's always some drag. Mm-hmm. So quite often, you know, um, the stories that are normally in a pantomime are like um, Cinderella is a common pantomime. Uh, Dick Whittington. Um, oh yeah. Wait. Can we talk about the the extra character in Cinderella? Or oh is it Cinderella? yeah. Yeah. There is an extra character. Who is it? Buttons. Buttons. Yeah. And he's a. Uh... He's a Buttons, he's like the servant or butler right. um, for Cinderella's um, family, and he loves Cinderella. Right. He's, um, but Cinderella he's goes He's kind off, of the ducky. Yeah, and Cinderella goes off with a prince in so, the end. She a, doesn't go off with Buttons, so. That's a pretty in pink reference for all my 80s, 80s kids. Um, <laughs> exactly like yeah. ducky. Um, so yeah, uh, th- there's a lot of British culture surrounding this idea of the pantomime at Christmas time, and they normally run from just before Christmas all the way up to um, just after, you know, the beginning of January. Um, and they're a lot of fun. They're they're kind of a bit kooky and they're a bit weird. It's a and play. It, and there's music. And, it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, th- it's silly. Mm-hmm. It's 100% silly. And they wear like these crazy costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of like physical comedy and shouting back at the audience. And you like boo the bad people. Right. And you like cheer the good, the good people, the the heroines, and quite often, um, the male lead is often played by a woman, mm-hmm. um, and the like the the romantic the f- lead, yeah, yeah, and the female um, kind of uh, like the stepsisters in Cinderella would sure. be played by men, right? The villains, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of drag in it as well, which I, I can't tell you why. But it's funny. I, think, I don't know. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so some people do that on Boxing Day. Link back to Boxing Day. Sure. Um, can we can we just talk? I I know I want to keep talking about Boxing Day, but can we talk about what did the Dickens Fair pantomime get right and what oh, did it get wrong? Oh, it was so strange. I can't explain it to you. So there's like. I haven't seen a pantomime in years, but there's there's certain phrases that we would say in a pantomime, like, he's behind you. Sure, yeah. Or, um, boo and hiss. Yeah. Um, all of the phrases that they were prompting the um, audience to say were not quite right. It was almost like we were meant to be saying, he's behind you, but instead we were saying, look to the left. It wasn't like <laughs> what you would actually say. There's sort of an unspoken tradition in the British pantomime. Yeah. And these guys are sort of doing like a like a... Uh, like a translation of a translation. It's like someone gave them a recipe for a pantomime. Right. And didn't give them all the proper ingredients. They did baking soda instead of baking powder. Yeah, yeah. they made a lot of substitutions. <laughs> <laughs> and it just didn't come out tasting the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when it's when Dickens Fair is back, you should get you guys should go check it out and uh get experience it for yourself most of our listeners are in the san francisco bay area i don't need to tell them what it is i just want to add one more thing i've never seen a pantomime that is narrated by a giant albatross so that also was a bit strange sure legitimately (laughs) this happened (laughs) um but uh, there was some bits that like i was like 
I remember your mum saying to me like, oh, so that's not really what a pantomime's like. She's like, it doesn't normally have this. I'm like, actually, it does have that. <laughs> and she's like, well, does it normally have this? I'm like, well, it does have that. Yeah. And she was mentioning all the strange stuff about it. I was like, yeah, it has most of that. But also, it, but, wasn't, it wasn't executed quite right. Right. I'll say this about uh, my final word on the pantomime was that we we were about 20 minutes in with no end in sight. The story had suddenly taken a hard left turn into being something completely different. Yeah. And I was feeling kind of sleepy and I was like, no one will judge me. And I took a nap right there and then in the theater. I think you and your father took a nap. And your mom was really trying to be involved with what was happening and be like... Supportive. Supportive and and like understand. And I was like, hey, I don't really understand what's going on here. (laughs) Please don't take this as a representation of my culture. Yeah. But also pantomimes are a little bit kooky. Yeah. I mean, I I was excited to see some genuine British kook, but I think that they just... They yeah. didn't exactly stick yeah. the landing. We'll take you and all your family to a real long one. Terrific. <laughs> so let's get back to Boxing Day. Yeah, so Boxing Day, like I said, some people go to do all different traditions. Um, the last tradition I want to mention in the UK on Boxing Day is another one. People do a charity dips in the sea. So for charity, people will run into the cold... Oh, like a polar bear plunge. What? A polar bear plunge. That's a New Year's tradition to like start the new year off right. I have oh, heard it's a thing that people yeah. do. It's I know it's a big thing in New York because mm-hmm. you run into the one of the rivers. I don't remember which one. I saw an episode of Brooklyn Nine on about it. Uh, I don't think you want to put your body in the Hudson River. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> um, yeah, people, but you you run you or I mean, there's plenty of beaches up there. You can go to Jersey yeah, or something, and you, it's freezing. And it's freezing. The whole idea is that it's freezing mm-hmm. cold. I mean, you guys do it on December 26th. We do it on January 1st. The climate's pretty similar no yeah. matter <laughs> in that week. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of things that we do in the UK, um, mm-hmm. at least for Boxing Day. Um, I also want to mention, I found this out when I was researching Boxing Day. Sure. I thought this was quite amusing. Um, you are correct that Boxing Day is not commonly observed in the United States, but, but. it has been. Oh! Fairly recently. On December 5th, 1996, um, Massachusetts Governor William F. Weld declared December 26th as Boxing Day in Massachusetts in response to the efforts of a local coalition of British citizens <laughs> who, quote-unquote, wanted to transport the English tradition to the USA. Um, however, in true American form, right. it was never granted an employee holiday. <sighs> Yeah, sounds about right. Like so. So he was like, "Yeah, sure, Boxing Day is a thing, but nobody gets the day off to celebrate it." Yeah, like, and when you look at the actual traditions of Boxing Day, it's not like there's a parade or anything happening on like a, a you know, citywide government level. There's no. It's really just like everyone gets a day off. That's what that's what it's supposed to be. That's yeah. really the only tradition of Boxing Day. You don't put up a tree in mm-hmm. the in the court in the front of city hall or anything yeah it's just okay it's today's boxing day do with that information what you will <laughs> unless you don't want to go to work you still have to go to work yeah yeah so i just thought that that was very funny it's very very what i would call american it's like yeah we'll have this we'll we'll take this day but you're not gonna get the day off right you still have to go to work um it's like when uh, uh a few years ago when um Oakland Mayor Libby Schaaf declared a day to be Green Day Day because it was like an anniversary of the album of uh, Dookie coming out, I think. Mm-hmm. It was like a 25th anniversary of Dookie. Um, and uh, she got all of Green Day and got them all up on a stage and said, Today is officially, I declare, Green Day Day. 
and nothing happened. Like, that was just like, <laughs> congratulations, you have a day. Like, that doesn't mean anything. That's- you need to give somebody a task. Like, at least on pie day, you eat pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give someone something to do on the day. Give them either the something to not do on the day, like not go to work, or give them something to eat. I don't know. Yeah. You need something. Yeah. I guess you listen to Green Day on Green Day Day. I mean, I went to a Green Day tribute concert, and that's where she made the declaration. Wow. But, I mean, like, okay. Weird example of a day that will only happen once and never happen again. Um, 2012, 2014, 2015, excuse me. No, what, what year was it? What, 2015. Um, Marty McFly travels to the future and back to the future part two. And he lands on a specific day in 2015. Mm. Um, they, oh, right. Because the Cubs. Yes. I don't remember. It was 2015. Um, so on that day you watch, they declare that day to be back to the future day. And we, I went to a screening of Back to the Future Part 2 with Doug Benson, and they were sort of riffing over the movie and making fun of it a little bit. That's a thing. That's a thing that you can do on that yeah. day. So many people rented and watched Back to the Future Part 2 on that day. What do you do on Boxing Day? What do you do on Green Day Day? It's just... Well, I told you what you do on Boxing Day. You do not. You hang out. It's a day off. It's a day off. And, you know, it has a lot of links to shopping. It has links to sport. It has sure. links to entertainment, like pantomimes, like... There's a number of different things, and families have their own traditions. But if the, government, Christmas. if the government's going to intervene, like if uh, the mayor of this small Massachusetts town... Right, he needs to give everyone the day off to do these things. ...had come out and said it's Back to the Future Day, then maybe you'd have, like, a Back to the Future party. Yeah. You know? Possibly. Um, I guess you couldn't really have a Boxing Day street fair in Massachusetts in late December. It'd be a little cold. <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to bring up the idea that it's it's been... There was an attempt. There was an attempt <laughs> to bring it to the US. And um, everyone was like, yeah, that sounds great. But you don't stop our workers from working. Yeah. Um, anyway, sounds about right. So as well as boxing, the 26th of December being Boxing Day mm-hmm. and that being um, a very British tradition. Um, and it being celebrated in a number of countries that were once part of the British Empire. Um the 26th of December is also St. Stephen's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so St. Stephen's Day it celebrates the um, feast day of the St. Saint, Saint Stephen. And he was the first Christian martyr. And he was stoned to death just after the crucifixion of Christ. He was mm. the first Christian... Um, after Jesus. After Jesus to be killed. I guess, yeah. is Jesus a Christian? I don't know. Let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Um, St. Stephen's Day um, is often celebrated and holidays are given on the 26th of December. Um, they're not referred to as Boxing Day in the same way they are in the UK. But I just thought it was interesting that, you know, when we look at the origin as well of Boxing Day, it does some maybe play into this idea around Christianity and mm-hmm. St. Stephen. Um, so I just want to tell you what a few countries do for St. Stephen's Day around the world because they're sharing this day with the UK and Boxing Day. I can tell you what we do in Oakland. We get stoned. <laughs> Up top. Because he was stoned to death? Oh, that's dark. Is it? Hmm. All right. Um. <laughs> Cut it out of the episode, Dark? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, in Ireland, on um, they d- wouldn't refer to it as Boxing Day. You know, um, the Irish identity is extremely separate from the British identity um, and culture. Um, on St. Stephen's Day in Ireland on December 26th, they also refer to this as the Wren Day. Or they might pronounce it Rand Day. Um, and it's linked to legends and Irish mythology. Um, there's a lot of discussion about where it comes from. But basically, people dress up in old clothes, wear straw hats and possibly straw all over their bodies. Um, they often travel door to door with fake wrens. You know what a wren is? The little bird? 
Oh, that kind of wren. That kind of wren. Okay. The little bird. Right. Um, previously, they used to actually kill those birds on wren day. Um, now they don't really. They, they use fake ones. Um, and then they, you know, there's like parties and they dance and they sing and they have music. Um, there's loads of reasons uh, put forward about why they do this on St. Stephen's Day or Wren Day. Um, there's even a theory that um, the wren, the birds, um, were blamed for the death of St. Stephen because they made noise and alerted those who were trying to find him to where St. Stephen was hiding. Oh, that's rude. So then they on on St. Stephen's Day, they go out and like, I don't know, like, take revenge on the wren and they would kill them. And oh, my God. And like a celebration. Um, there's also, um, you know. What like, are, they just go around killing birds? <laughs> Well, I guess that's hunting day. Yeah, I mean... Like, Hunting's already a part of this tradition, in a way. Interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a connection I didn't um, foresee. I mean, there's loads of different stories about why the wren is significant in, um, like, Irish and Celtic mythology and, and folk tales. Um, there's other stories about how the wren also betrayed Irish soldiers to the Vikings. Um, there's an old, old Celtic folklore story about how the wren is the king of all birds and how it outsmarted the eagle and outsmarted an owl into being the king of all birds, mm-hmm. which is a really cute story. But um, yeah, it's just interesting. It It's not as commonly celebrated today, um, but yeah, the, there's definitely traces of it, particularly in rural Ireland. Um, and that's what they do on what the UK would call Boxing Day. Um, and Ireland, St. Stephen's Day and Wren Day. Huh. Yeah. And do you want to know what used to happen in Wales on December 26th? Sure. Okay, this one's a little dark. Okay. Um, it it it's answers the long question I've had, which is how does holly, how does the holly bush relate to Christmas? Okay, that's an, an interesting. I, th- I mean, this might not be the only way it relates to Christmas, but the, right. there seems to be a connection here, December 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an ancient custom in Wales. It was discontinued in the 19th century. So it doesn't happen anymore. Okay. For very good reason. Um, but on December 26th, um, an ancient custom in Wales was the bleeding of livestock. Ooh. And the beating or slashing of late risers and female, female servants with holly. Oh. And it was called holming. And it was meant to be for good luck. You beat up your servants? You just, bleed their livestock? Just your female servants. Oh my god! And what and late rises. So I guess if you're like a bit of a sleepy head, you're just like screwed that day. The day after Christmas, it's like yeah, you don't get to sleep in. You <laughs> yeah. slept in yesterday. You sleep back in to t- work. You sleep in today, we're gonna beat you with Every holly. other day you just get a little yelled at. Today we're yeah. gonna hit you with a pointy bush. I used to always It's got little prickly bits, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's spiky. Oh my god! I used to always like um, draw holly for like Christmas cards and stuff, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, is this how? Ha- is this where it comes from? That's dreadful. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't happen anymore for good reason. But I'll leave you on a happy note. In Finland, well, better not happen this year because I plan on sleeping in Boxing Day. <laughs> We're not going to Wales. Oh, thank we god. We need to work on your geography. Oh, finally. Um, <laughs> London's pretty close. <laughs> In Finland on um, December 26th, on St. Stephen's Day, mm-hmm. as a St. Stephen's Day um, celebration, they have sleigh rides with horses. Oh. 
That's nice, right? That is nice. Yeah. Uh. I'll leave you on that one. So I have one last question. Yeah. Why is it called Boxing Day? Oh, thank you. Yes, we'll get into the origin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It really felt like we were done. (laughs) No, just explaining what people do around the world on December 26th. But where does it come from in the UK? And where does the idea or the word Boxing Day come from? Right. Um, So... It kind of comes from the same um, idea uh, around giving a gift or a box on Boxing Day. I used to think when I was a kid, um, it meant like breaking down all the boxes from the presents you got and throwing them in the trash on Boxing Day. It does not. Um, Yeah, the name Boxing Day predates the concept of recycling cardboard. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Surprisingly. Um, But (laughs) they think that um, there's always been a European tradition of giving gifts um, to possibly the needy or people in service positions, either servants or somebody who's provided a service to you throughout the year. Um, And this dates back to the Middle Ages. It could be before. Um, And this also could be in reference to... um, and the arms box placed at the entrance of churches. You know, at the entrance of churches, they have like little box with a slot for money. Oh, sure. And you put money in it. And the idea is Alms that... Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. Exactly. Yeah. The collection donations are given to the poor. So um, this kind of tradition on Boxing Day could come from a custom that was late Roman, early Christian, where the arms boxes um, would be tied to the Feast of St. Stephen... 26th of December. So on the 26th of December, that's when they gave the money to the poor. Why are you laughing? I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking of an unrelated thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you about something. Yeah, something. You said something that reminded me about a, a dumb thing from Homestar Runner, and now I can't get out of my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing because you're talking about a very normal, respectful tradition of giving to the poor, and I went yeah. off in my own little space. Anyway, um, so yeah, it, some people say it could be that. It's not like completely confirmed, but that's a theory that it might come from that idea about offering um, money to the poor from the alms boxes on St. Stephen's Day, December 26th. Um, but the Oxford English Dictionary actually gives the earliest use um, in their I guess, research, from Britain in 1830s. And they define it as the first weekday after Christmas Day. Um, And it's observed as a holiday in which postmen, errand boys, and servants of various kinds expect to receive an Xmas box, Christmas box. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess it's like Christmas box could include many different things. Often it includes money or it might include like a gift or to show the person that you appreciate their service for the year gone by. Right. Um, like a tip. Yeah, like a tip. A yeah. custom for tradesmen to collect Christmas boxes of money or presents on the first weekday as a thanks for their good service. Right. Um, it's even mentioned, which is surprising that the Oxford English Dictionary dates it back to 1830s because... Um, in other research, it's mentioned in San Samuel Pepys' diary from 1663. Hmm. Um, you know, wow. the, the famous diary where he documents the fire of London. Oh, I, I was referring to like, this is that old. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it could be, again, traced back and linked to um, a tradition back in the day um, when we had really wealthy families with servants and servants weren't really allowed to celebrate Christmas with their families because they had to serve their masters on Christmas Day. Sure. So they were given the day after Christmas to go and celebrate Christmas with their families. Right. And then they would be given a box um, to take with gifts or a bonus or maybe even leftover food mm. to take to their family to celebrate Christmas on Boxing Day. 
So Christmas itself is upper class Christmas. Yeah. And then Boxing Day is like lower lower, lower class, class Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so there's a number of different theories about where the name came from and the tradition of like um, giving a box on Boxing Day, um, usually to either somebody who is either the poor or somebody who works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is still tradition in the UK to um, give kind of like a tip to somebody around Christmas time yes. for their services around the year. Um, I don't know, like the milkman or the postman. Or- there's a, there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry and, uh, oh God, Jeff go mm-hmm. to the country club and they're like, we have to do our annual Christmas tipping and they go to everyone who helps them out because mm-hmm. they're at the country club all the time. They go to everyone and tip them. That's yeah. the only time I can think of where I've seen that in media Yeah, because I uh, my family is not a country club family. Yeah. Nor a Christmas family. Nor a Christmas family. So yeah, I guess that's why. Well, uh, Larry and Jeff are Jewish. Oh, well, on you're, curb, so. you're married to me and I celebrate Christmas. That's true. So there you go. But we're not going to go tip at the country club. Uh, we are not. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll let us in. Yeah. Not after last time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tip our employees. You're not members. <laughs> um, we deserve it. But yeah, so that's kind of like a really... Um, it's a bit of an extended episode for you because I gave you, you know, facts about what other people do on December 26th. Apart it's from interesting the UK. to see the whole gamut of yeah. tradition. And also, you know, why we call it Boxing Day right. and where it comes from in the UK. And that we tried to give it to America and uh, you guys wouldn't stop working. Right. <laughs> this small community <laughs> in a tiny Massachusetts town. I don't know how tiny. I, never, I, I hadn't, didn't recognize the name of the town. If it's not Boston, then what am I going to do? It just said Massachusetts and the Massachusetts governor. Oh, it was was the state? Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood. Yeah. Oh, Governor. Governor William F. Weld. Right, you said said Governor. Okay, so yeah, the whole state of Massachusetts tried to do it, and then it didn't take. (laughs) Because no one got given the day off or any means to celebrate. Yeah. We'll try again. Maybe we'll we'll get rid of like... (laughs) We'll introduce it to LA. A lot of communities are getting rid of Columbus Day Mm. and shifting that day to something else. Like, uh, I don't know if this is like... I I don't know. I, I guess there's nothing wrong with like giving something to someone who might be less fortunate than you either because they're in poverty or because they're working in a service position for you. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, enough places are open on Christmas, but then if you say, okay, now all the places that were open on Christmas now will be closed on this day so the people who work there can still have a Christmas, then what about, then, then you're closing things on that day and then people, you know, because people don't want anything to be closed ever. Mm. That's the problem with... That's how essentially this country. Well, we we really do close most like everything's closed on Christmas Day, yeah. and then on Boxing Day you can go to the shops and a pantomime, and that's about it. Yeah, maybe the pub, definitely the pub. I guess re- I mean Christmas Day <laughs> everything genuinely is closed, but there are a handful like movie theaters mm. and Chinese restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things seem to function a little bit more here on Christmas Day than in the UK. Yeah, I've noticed. The UK, it's like a, it's like nothing is. Everyone just in each other, in their homes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, you know, at the time of recording this episode, it is Hanukkah, so I'd like to say Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. By the time it gets released, it's going to be more Christmas time, so Happy Christmas to anyone yeah, who celebrates we'll re- that. Yeah, we'll release this on Christmas Day, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you for listening to this on Christmas Day, and I hope you learn a little bit about Boxing Day, which then you can celebrate tomorrow. You really think they're going to listen to it on the actual Christmas Day? What do people do on Christmas Day? They just sort of hang out, right? This is our Christmas special. I guess. In the maybe. UK, you guys have like TV specials. Right? I will be very, very like 
complimented and privileged if I feature as part of your Christmas day. Yeah, as will I. Yeah. Although this is a half hour long episode, so people might go, oh, I got stuff to do today. I'll, <laughs> I'll listen to it on Boxing Day proper. <laughs> this is one of our, this might be our longest episode yet. Yeah. Uh, so yes, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash goose. You can send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can tweet or Instagram me at Jacob S. Rubin if you would like to get direct feedback on the show. Uh, also, please leave ratings and reviews wherever you can leave ratings and reviews. Uh, give us five stars. Give us a little a little review. Uh, it helps, uh, helps us find new listeners, and that's what we really want. We want lots of people to listen to the show. That's why we're doing it, so you can listen to it. Um, we haven't run out of ideas yet, but um, we always appreciate new ideas. So if you have a phrase or an idiom or... We haven't, we haven't done a request in a while. Yeah, we haven't. So yeah. um, please let us know if you do have one, and we will get to it. Yep. Uh, I've been Jacob. And I'm Annie. And this has been another episode of Buddha with Goose. Thank you for listening. And remember... Nobody says potato. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. To a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>